In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today, with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Ladies, Motherhood Talk Radio is here to give you a powerful platform by giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio has interviews with best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, and women of interest who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is on the air now. Moms, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Hey, Mamas. We're just opening the show, Miss Christy, as she's, she's talking about, you know, vital, important things that have nothing to do with the show today. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Well, I am Sandra Beck, and I am the host of Motherhood Talk Radio Show, along with my injured co-host, uh, Christy Holly. Thank you very much. Hello. How, um, how'd you get injured this week? Um, you were trying to kill me. Uh, you, okay. you were my attacker, and you attacked me. Well, you were holding a bag. I wasn't holding a bag. No, I was holding the bag. Yes. Oh, I was holding the bag. You, yes, attacker. Oh. And now I'm out of commission. Well, just for today. I'm going to bounce back. All right. I did. It's true. We were in Krav Maga, which Christy and I are doing as part of our weight loss fit to strip challenge efforts. And our job today was to be attackers on each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I attacked you, and then you hurt your knee, and I'm really sorry that you're injured because of my attacking efforts. Yes, and now I'm going to soothe myself. <laughs> you're going to soothe yourself. <laughs> it's better than suing me. <laughs> suing me. Yes, I would never. Oh. You know, it's been a really, really good week. I got to tell you, despite your your you know career ending <laughs> injury. Yes. We had a lot of fun this week, didn't we? Yes, we did. We did. And um, we have a great show today. We have Linda Kagan from Travel Sticks that's going to talk to us about traveling with children. We have Rona Brennan who's going to talk to us about taking care of our nutrition through the holidays. Yay, we haven't talked to Rona in a while. We have not. I know. I know. I know. Rona. And um, we're also going to welcome Frankie McConnell back, who we haven't had on in a while, and he's going to give us some Tabata workout tips. He was a witness to what happened today. (laughs) Thank you very much. He was a witness. Um, but I think he was a little worried. He was. He was. He's like, oh, no. Sandra broke another one of her friends. Yes. Uh, We want to welcome Rick's new haircut to the show. Yes. Yes, sir. We do. Rick, are you with us? I am. Sorry. Are you just... Welcoming my haircut or me too? Well, uh, both of both, you, I both. guess. <laughs> yeah, it sounded kind of exclusionary, so I was just like, hmm, thanks. I think. Aww, we only want your hair. Your now that I know so. how I truly felt about my hair before, it came out today, so. <laughs> you look like a bum. I'm your friend. That's what, what I know. I know. I, I look like remember. a crackhead. It's fine. What did I, she call you? I do not recall. She said a bum. I call myself a crackhead, but. <laughs> well, somewhere in there. Nicer, I think. Yeah, I don't want to offend you. Well, it's certainly know. nicer than what you said to me in private. 
I do not recall. I do not recall, but it does look very handsome. Yes. Yes, you do. Yes. So we're going to check in with you guys. How is the Fit to Strip Challenge going for you, Miss Christy, other than the bum knee? (laughs) Well, um, you know, I did fall off my wagon during the um, Thanksgiving. So I think today's show is going to really benefit me with all the people, all the guests that we have on today. Um, But, no, Thanksgiving... Thanksgiving. I know. I can't even speak. Thanksgiving was. It was hard because I. I had to make pies, and you know, I was like, you had to taste it a little bit to see what you are serving people. So that kind of like started the beginning of the end. Well, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) My pie shells totally shrunk. Um, (laughs) Awful because I was bragging about. I was bragging that I come from a family of pie makers, and my crust sucked. It totally shrunk, and we did. Your son was with us uh, that night when I was babysitting them, and I had to, I gave him some of the pie. I bet he loved it. He did. Yeah. But other than that, no, I'm 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 good. Things will be good. Things will be good. I'm glad that we got back to exercising this week because the studio was closed for for a week, week and that kind of, like, messed me up. It does. It interrupts the workout flow. Yeah. So, anyway. So, but, you know, because, the but you know, um, I ran into Rick at 24-Hour Fitness and his brothers on Friday night. So, Rick, how are your fitness goals going? Um, I don't know. It's kind of, it's hit or miss. I mean, I've gone back to the gym, so I've been more consistent. I still need to run more and drink less, but that's, like, the major pitfall. So. <laughs> run more and drink less. Run more and drink less. I think um, that's, that's well, that's probably not Weight Watchers. <laughs> that's not the, that's the proper sticker, Weight Watchers. Run more, drink less, ladies and men, whoever goes. <laughs> men, whoever goes. Well, and, Rick, we want to tell you, Christy and I, we did something really fun this holiday weekend. Uh, we went and we helped at Operation Gratitude. Yes, we did. We did. And that, um, Christy, what did you enjoy the most about it? What do you think was the highlight of your your time there? Well, I have to say, number one, it was amazing. What an amazing experience it was to go and volunteer and be a part of that whole uh, operation that that went on. It was a lot bigger than I expected. Oh my! It to be. Me too. Me too. Me too. I was. I walked in with my sister because we got there late, but I was overwhelmed and I couldn't. There was a mil, not a million, but a million people there. I was looking for Sandra. We couldn't find her. I mean, there were so many people, and everybody was just moving super fast, and it was crazy. And but. But they packed 5,000, over 5,000 boxes in three hours. I know. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty. Pretty amazing. <laughs> dead air, dead air. Other things that are amazing. I don't know how people can drink these things so fast, but apparently they can. They can. Um, but yes, it was. It was an amazing. It was an amazing effort, and I would like everybody listening today to go to Operation Gratitude and check it out. But also to come to uh, Motherhood Talk Radio to look, or Military Mom Talk Radio, and look at the blog photos that are going to be posted this week because it truly was an amazing collective effort. And um, I think for me, what was most astounding was that you had kids from the age of 16 to in their 70s, early 80s. I think the two uh, veterans that I had my picture taken with were in their 
early 80s. I think so, too. They were cute. They were adorable. I know. And they were schlepping boxes like everybody else. And, um, you know, I had a wonderful experience except for that mean, <gasps> mean volunteer. <laughs> you can't be mean to volunteers. She was awful. She was such a mean old little woman. I was like, it's go time, old lady. I'll take you outside. <laughs> You know, I was just trying to help. And she's like, ma'am, could you not stand there? You're in the way. And then I would move. And then she'd come over to me again. And she's like, we don't. She's like, thank you very much, but we don't need your help here. And I was like, listen, old lady. I've taken a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> she was so mean to me. And then when I was leaning against the table, she's like, excuse me, could you move? And it was awful. I mean, she was on my ass. I'm sorry. She was on my back for, for your tail. 15 minutes at a shot. She would look at me, and I'm like, you know, I'm so sorry you're old. I'm so sorry you're short. I, I don't know what the reason was that she didn't like me, but she just needed to go away. Yes. Well, you know what my favorite part was? What? When we finished packing the boxes, and I don't – I. The gentleman came up and sang the Star Spangled Banner. That was beautiful. That was amazing. That was amazing. I mean, I I filmed it with my phone. I don't, you know, but I just, that was amazing to me. Well, there was unbelievable feeling of patriotism and service. And, you know, I think what affected me most profoundly, and which is, of course, yes, I had to cry while I was there, but, but when, um, you know, when I was looking over at the people that were sitting down hand-addressing these labels, and, you know, you make that connection from, like, kind of factory worker mentality of, like, you know, get the cards and get the books and get everything in these boxes to kind of like the, the feeling that each one of these boxes represents one of our American service members overseas putting their life on the line. And it made me think of Arlington National Cemetery when I would look out over at Arlington and see all these little white headstones. And, you know, it's so overwhelming at first. You can't even wrap your mind around that these are all representative of human beings. Right. You know, but you kind of go, oh, well, this is over time, many wars. And, you know, you kind of rationalize that in your head. But in this case, when I looked around, I looked at the overall operations because, you know, I was up on the stage at one point and looked out over this just sea of people all coming together, every walks of life, every single race, creed, and color, mm -hmm. young and old, you know, some people in wheelchairs who were doing the hand addressing. I mean, it was unbelievable. And you, I really wanted the troops to see what's going on back home. You know, and I wanted to see how much love, this outpouring of support yes. and gratitude. And, and then to see Carolyn Blaschek up there. I know! Who was like, what, 100 pounds soaking wet? <laughs> yeah, she's so cute. She's so and cute. so nice. She's so nice. So nice. So nice. And she's just this teeny little thing that's up there, and everything that was going on today was because of her vision. And that, to me, like, you know, when we talk about Motherhood Talk Radio being the most powerful voice in women's issues today, it really isn't. It's the most powerful voices um, in women's issues and in all issues today. And when I saw Carolyn Blasek up there, and she's just this little dynamo, and I thought, my God, if she can do it, anybody can. Yeah, yeah, You know, absolutely. just she had a dream, she had a vision, and I was just so honored to be a part of it. It was I really was humbling. Too. I was too. I've never been, I've never done anything like that before in my life, and I loved it. You I know, loved it. And I've been telling everybody. <laughs> so everybody wants that I've talked to was like, where can I go? When can I go? Right. What can I do? What can I do? And we're looking for 
servicemen. We're looking for, right, we're looking for people to come and pack boxes. If you're in the Los Angeles area, we're looking for scarves to be knitted. We're looking for letters to be written because these homemade items are put in these boxes. And we're also looking, if you have a loved one that's serving over there and you want to contact Operation Gratitude with that service person's name and address, you will get a care package sent to them. And that, to me, is an awesome thing. So my name is Sandra Beck, and I am the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. With Christy Holly and her bum knee. Yes, I'm here. And Rick Swanson and his very handsome haircut. Yes. Um, I would encourage you guys to listen to Motherhood Talk Radio on iTunes. Go ahead and download it. You can also listen to our sister show, Military Mom Talk Radio, if you want to hear more about Operation Gratitude. Check out our website, www.motherhoodtalkradio.com and www.militarymomtalkradio.com. And when we come back from the break, we're going to welcome Linda Kagan and find out how we can travel with children without ending our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Hey, moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood, real moms in the real world. Do you get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's real moms in the real world. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holland. This is Sandra Beck, and we're here live on Motherhood Talk Radio with our injured cohort, uh, Christy Holly. <laughs> Did you call me a cohort? 
Well, it's better than a co-or. <laughs> yes, this is true. Yes, that yes. is true. There's yes. many things I could call you. <gasps> Gimpy, wimpy leg. Yes. Softy girl. Softy girl. Hmm. All right, I will publicly apologize. <laughs> I am really sorry for being such a strong and powerful attacker that your weak long couldn't take it. <laughs> All right, it's on. It's, it's on. on. It's, it's on. go time. Game on, girlfriend. Yes, I got another leg. Yes, you have <laughs> too. All right, you guys. So we have with us today Linda Kagan, who is an amazing woman. She is an attorney. She is a company owner, an entrepreneur, and she has developed these cool little gadgety things that would make great stuffing, stocking stuffers and very cool gifts. And since Hanukkah is starting, I think, tomorrow night, they would be wonderful for Hanukkah gifts, especially for you know business travelers, sports People who are into sports with these cool little USB sticks that contain your medical information. They're also very cool looking. And um, she is here today not to talk about her products, though I will heavily endorse them because I love them and I think they're cool. Yes. Um, but uh, she is going to talk to us today about traveling with children because she is a single mother like I am. And she travels with her children and does not choke the life out of them like I do. <laughs> or, or drug them. Or oh, drug just them. Kidding. Oh, just kidding. Well, you actually, Chrissy, you had something really funny when we talked about putting a segment together since it is the holidays and we do travel a lot. Um, what was your advice about traveling with children? <laughs> don't, 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 don't do it. Stay home. Stay home. Well, but if no. you were to travel, and especially as a, like for me as a single mom, or you traveling, like if Greg's got to work, or, you know, Linda traveling, you know, to have these travel sticks with you, and you guys can check them out. They're really cool. It's mytravelsticks, S-T-I-K-S dot com, mytravelsticks.com. They're really cool. Welcome, my- Linda Kagan. Hi. Hi. Quick, Hi, just Linda. a quick correction. Hi. It's my travel sticks with an X, S T I X dot com. Oh, did I say C K S? You said yeah. S T I K S. That's okay. You okay. know what? They'll get they'll still wind up getting to the right site, but it is S T I X dot com. Uh-oh. They are really cool little gadgets. I gotta tell you, I have a couple and I've given a lot of them away as gifts. I gave you one, Chris. I know, I know. They Thank are you. very cool. They are very yeah. cool. Um Thank so you. Linda. Um, first of all, let's let's say you've got a holiday promotion code. There's free first-class shipping on any of these travel sticks you buy. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. That's yep. Correct. You just have to place in the word holiday when you're checking out in our mm-hmm. promo code box, and so we'll ship them anywhere in the U.S. What? I can't hear. Uh, we'll send them to. Uh, we'll ship them first-class free, free first-class shipping to anywhere in the U.S. Okay, so put in holiday for the promotional code, and you can get free first-class shipping. Awesome. Awesome. So, Linda, teach yes. us, tell us, how do we travel with children, and why is it so difficult to travel with children, especially during the holidays? All right. Well, I'll get to the, the first um, issue that, that I've faced, and that is that, you know, there's so much excitement around the holidays that we often lose track of the everyday things that kind of keep our kids in line. So... I would say maintaining the same schedule when they're traveling in terms of sleeping, eating, and all that stuff really helps create that framework that will help them, you know, address the other issues that come up because it is an exciting time. They're going to new places. 
and to be very prepared. Um, one of the products, in fact, that we have on, on the travel sticks for kids is a family rules form. And that's great because often you're traveling and you're with your parents or you're traveling with relatives. And you're, if you're going to leave your kid behind and go to the movies and escape or at some point leave them with a sitter who maybe doesn't know them because they don't live with them or near them typically, um, it's a great way to really lay out, like, all the things they get to do, the things they can't do, the websites they're allowed to be on, the TV shows they can watch, their schedule, you know, really kind of the idiosyncrasies that each kid has. Um, and, and I think it's really important just to not overstimulate them. I think that's the issue that I've noticed that people have when they're traveling with their kids. They, they are sort of over-prepared. They have like 4,000 toys and things. <laughs> that's, and me. <laughs> that's me. I mean, you must have ran into me in JFK two years ago because when mm-hmm. I took Max and Zach on the airplane and I realized like as a new mom how much I don't know because I had packed all these snacks and then I was looking at the snacks and I'm like, oh my God, everything I packed <laughs> is loaded with sugar. And then I'm trying to keep them buckled in their car seat and the other one buckled in their seat and they're bouncing around. And, I, and the other thing I learned too is don't pack on the airplane toys that have like musical things. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because Wacky had this little thing that he would kick and it would go, and people were like, no, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> But, you know, you're captive on a plane, and, and, it's, and so yeah. is everybody else. And so is everybody else. <laughs> so, Linda, exactly. tell me, do you have any funny stories about you traveling with kids? Um, you know, my kids were unbelievable. I took them to Orlando, uh, to Discovery Cove, and on the flight there, you know, we wound up with one of those terrible delays where you're sitting on the plane and sitting on the plane forever. Um, and I have to say, they really came through like troopers. I... I it's funny, as a parent, you know, we anticipate and get anxious just thinking about what could possibly happen. And the truth is, kids take things in stride a lot better than we do. Um, for one, they have less things to worry about, and they know less in terms of what can possibly happen. Um, but, you know, that was pretty good. The, other, the only funniest story I have is that we were trying to leave Orlando to come back to New York, and, you know, it's so typical there. You wind up with terrible delays in Florida just trying to get out. And my kids had a ball, and they wound up, like, playing ball in the middle of the airport. And you know what? No one minded. It's sort of, <laughs> you know, the rules go out the window, and playing with a ball inside was not a big deal. Um, and I think that airports are becoming a little more flexible in terms of the fact that kids and families do travel, and they have some pretty long delays at times. So it's become less rigid than I remember when I was a kid. You had to sit still and wait no matter how long it took. It's true. It's true. Well, and I remember, you know, when um, my seven-year-old, it was 2003, I can tell you exactly when it was, and I had an overseas flight um, that my kid and I were going on, and we got to LAX, and we sat on the tarmac, and then there was a bomb scare. It was like, you know, in that era of all the bomb scares and everything going on, and we were on the tarmac for like six hours, I kid you not, and I had packed like 12 diapers. And I'm thinking, you know what, 12 diapers should be enough for us to get, you know, the six-hour flight or whatever it was. And and, um, we were in the airport for two hours, and then we were on the airplane for six hours. And then at one point, they moved the airplane off the tarmac and over to the side so they could bring the dogs in to search the belly of the plane. Of course, they didn't take any of us off. And I was like, I was at that point down to my last diaper. And I was like, how do you ration diapers? And then I tried to get up to get out of my seat, and the flight attendant's, man, we have to take your seat. And I'm like, okay, 
there's a problem here. And she's like, what's the problem? Like, I need a diaper. And thank God there was some lady like six rows up who had packed like <laughs> uh, the Huggies family pack. I mean, they were giants. That's what I would have done. You know, and but it was like, you know, what do you do? And, you know, we're just stuck there and we're captive. And, you know, I had nursed him as much as he would nurse and the kind of input-output, you know, the more you nurse them to keep them quiet, the, you know, more they need diapers. I mean, it was a disaster, and, and it stunk, and I was humiliated. It was really brutal. And, yeah. Can't control Happy any time. of that either. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. And, um, you know, and the worst is, too, is my other son. Um, you know, my one son, Max, is a pretty good traveler. Zach, not so much. And um, he's a seat kicker. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And, you know, anybody who's traveled with a two- or three-year-old that's a seat kicker, and, you know, and he's also the, the um, dinner tray flipper. <laughs> up and down and up and down and up and down. And, flip, 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 flip. and there's really, I mean, it's like a catch-22. It's like a Sophie's Choice. You either yank them away from kicking and pulling, and then they scream and annoy 50 people, or you just let them annoy the crap out of the person in front of you. I don't know. That's a tough call. Any way you slice it. Any way you slice it. And um, and it's difficult, too, when your kids get sick. Um, my kids got sick when we were up in Montreal. And um, in Montreal, i got to tell you, Canada is a really great place to get sick because it's public health care and you just go in and they take care of everything. But I really wish I had had, like, more of their medical information with me, and I didn't. You know, I didn't think of them getting sick. And, Linda, that's where your travel sticks would have come in super handy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's really, it's more and more broadly used by people of all ages. I mean, grandparents, you know, parents, uh, and just individual international travelers um, have come to rely on the travel sticks because it has so much storage space. I mean, two gigabytes of memory um, holds, you know, could hold hundreds of documents depending on their size because they're typically very small. It can also hold up to, you know, or you can use it for like up to 950 um, high-resolution uh, photos that are two megabyte size, or even 400 MP3 songs that are four megabyte size. So the storage space on it is really, really large, uh, and it enables people to not just make use of the pre-embedded forms that we have on it that help them organize themselves for travel, but it also enables people to scan on prescriptions and glasses and you know, current medications and other issues and things that, you you know, your driver's license, um, your passport, because having a copy of things is really helpful when you lose the real thing. Um, so, yeah, but in terms of when you you show up at a medical facility and you are, you know, don't have everything available to you, it makes you feel very vulnerable. So one of the reasons I came up with this is because I wanted to make sure that if my kids are traveling with someone, they would have everything you know, readily available, accessible, easy to use. You know, it doesn't use a database. All the information is right there on the travel sticks. You don't need the Internet. Um, you don't need to remember or pay subscription fees to use it. It's a really all-inclusive, very inexpensive product for 1995. It is. It's a great product, you guys. And I would suggest that you guys head over to my travel sticks dot com m y travel t r a v e l s t i x dot com I got it right this time. Uh, yep. Thank you, Linda Kagan, for this helpful information about traveling with kids. Much more powerful than leaving them home. Which is <laughs> whatever, Chrissy's <laughs> <Just> option. <laughs> I say road trip, road trip. And well, and if you type in the word holiday in the promotional code h o l i d a y, you will get free first class shipping. Awesome. My name 
is not Christy Holly That's with the right. injured name That's or right. the injured knee. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio yes. along with my battered and bruised <laughs> co-host, Christy Holly. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking to Rona Bryan. All right. show motherhood talk radio giving you interesting inspiring and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation this is motherhood talk radio and we'll be right back after these get ready to laugh along with this little parent stayed home with Elio Preet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togenet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Hall. Um, what did you talk about the Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck being caught unaware. I know. I was just sitting here listening to you guys talk. It was so phenomenally interesting and fascinating. Of course, as always. It is, it is. Well, you know, Rona, are you on the line with us? Is that Rona? No, that's... that's... Rona! Rona, welcome back! Hi! It's been so long. It's been like over a month. I noticed you... You missed having the nutrition police? <laughs> we did, we did. But you know what? We did not fall off the wagon. I think we're finally mature or semi-mature adults. Wow. Hey. Yeah, no, but I do feel the guilt shakes come on when I see Diet Coke. i got to tell you. <laughs> yes, we're talking about Diet Coke. We're not talking about that problem with Diet Coke, but we're going to talk about Diet Coke for a minute. So, Rona. 
for those of us that can't give up Diet Coke completely, how many would you say is tolerable in a day? None. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Bad answer, bad answer. You've got to allow me to have the Diet Coke. Or Rick will tell you, I turn in, and Christy, too. I get nasty. Oh, dear. But really, honestly, you don't want to just drink a regular Coke? No, I don't like the sugar. Uh, what if, okay, Rona, what if you are yeah, a sorry. diabetic? But the sugar, okay, the sugar is healthier for you than the, than the artificial sugars is the problem. Even as a diabetic, with all that sugar going into your system oh, no. at one time? A, no, a diabetic shouldn't have it, of course. Right, right, no. right, right. No, I just was wondering because sometimes that's all that that person has as a sweet treat. It maybe is a, is a diet, diet Coke or something that has artificial sweeteners in it. So I was just wondering about that whole right. that I mean, realm. Diabetic, but here's the thing. Diabetics, honestly, type 2 diabetics are already at an increased risk of heart disease, strokes, and cancers, actually. So, and artificial sweeteners increase the risk of cancers, among other things like neurological problems. So they shouldn't be drinking that anyway. hate to say it. <laughs> so they should drink the regular or drink a smaller portion maybe of regular soda if that's what they're choosing to use their daily allotment of sugar on. Well, I mean, if that's what they're choosing there, or how about if they need the sweet, getting seltzer water and putting a little fruit juice in it? Now, what about Rick's uh, drink of choice here? He's Mr. Bacardi 151. <laughs> uh, Rick? Oh, what do you want to? What do you want me to say? I'm, that's just bad for you. Period. It's seventy-five point five percent alcohol. It burns. <laughs> Yeah, but like, doesn't it clean out your intestines, like get rid of all the bad bacteria? Well, it kills the bacteria in your mouth and your, on your tongue. You can't even feel it after a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rona, what's your take on booze? On alcohol? Yeah. You know, I mean, here's the, the, the fact is more than one drink a day for women, more than two drinks a day for men is harmful to your health. It actually is You mean harmful. on a regular basis or just in general? On a regular basis, you know, like a daily thing, um, one more than yes, I would say on a day on, on a daily basis, they say more than one drink a day for women, more than two for men is harmful to your health. You know, if you're just talking about going out on the weekend and having, but see, binge drinking on the weekend isn't healthy for you either. So you can't save up your drinks all week and then just blow it all Friday, <laughs> Saturday night. Nice try, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it, I tried. Oh. I never I mean, drink more than two anyway. <laughs> you're serious. You've got to be kidding me, right? I'm totally kidding. Yes. <laughs> two at a time. <laughs> two at a time, the two-fisted drinker. But so, so, Rona, how do we get through the holidays then? I mean, it's like there's sweets everywhere. There's, you know, booze everywhere we turn around. I mean, there's three Coronas in the office here right now with our names on it. I mean, how are we supposed to get through... <laughs> How are we supposed to get through the holidays and still keep our fitness in check? You take me with you, and I <laughs> <laughs> the conscience. Yeah. <laughs> like how our guardian angel, Rona. Yeah, I'm gonna come over right now and get rid of. No, um, but here, here, Mike, quick, hide the booze. Yeah, right. Sorry, go ahead. First of all, you got, this is the thing. Don't even try dieting during the holidays. The main thing really should be just to maintain your weight, because you know it's going to be sabotage if you try to diet. 
You know, so the goal should be just get through the holidays and not gain weight. You know, that's the first thing. But, you know, since you brought up alcohol, alcoholic beverages have a lot of calories, you know, depending on what you're drinking. You know, anywhere from, you know, 100, 200 and up, depending on, you know, what it is. And, by the way, eggnog has, like, over 300 calories in a glass. What about the low-fat eggnog? (laughs) Well, you know, that would be better. But so... You know, keeping track, but the first thing is, you know, say you're going to a party. Don't, a lot of people go, okay, I'm not going to eat all day, and then I'll just eat at the party. The problem is is that when you don't eat all day, your metabolism slows, so you'll burn fewer calories by the end of the day. But the other thing is when you haven't eaten all day, you're, you're more likely to way overeat at the party. So the thing really to do is, to, you know, eat your normal meals, and actually before you say go to a party, eat something um, – filling that's healthy, like maybe some fruit or a salad or some vegetables, fill up on some of the healthy stuff, then go to the party. And then, you know, or wherever it is, maybe you're at a, you know, family function. And then, you know, you want to, a lot of people tend to eat really fast. You know, you're all excited to see everybody. And eating slowly, savoring each bite, and really, um, you know, giving your brain a chance to register that you're full. Because when you eat, you know, so fast, you don't get that chance. You overeat because you eat so fast. So slowing it down, savoring it, and then smaller portions. You know, again, you don't want to like, oh, I'm not going to eat this, I'm not going to eat that. You know, you're, you want to maybe taste different things, but, you know, have them as taste. Maybe, you know, three spoons or three forkfuls of each one. Just keep it smaller, you know, portions. Um, that's, you know, part of it. And maybe going for a walk after the meal and, and keeping up your exercise that, you know, you've been doing. You know, so you don't. Well, I think you're, you know, you're right about like the the snacking beforehand. But you know, Rick and I were talking about this one day about like pre-eating before we would go to parties and <laughs> then <laughs> pre-eat, but then we still eat. And it's like it's like the holidays kind of come in and are they're like the calories don't count. And you're not really eating for nutrition. You're not really eating because you're hungry. You're eating because it's a party and it's festive and there's all those good little cookies calling your name. I mean, is it a mental game that we have to play? I, For me, you know, it is a mental thing because I, I just know that if I eat all that, I'm going to feel horrible for days. And I don't want to feel horrible, right? So it's a matter of going in with a game plan, knowing, you know what, I want to stay. I've been doing really well. I've been exercising and eating well. I want to keep staying healthy and pitch yourself as this healthy person, you know, and go in and say, no, I'm going to limit it to, say, two cookies. I'm going to fill up on some of the healthier stuff. And really, you know, it's a matter of discipline. But you don't want to deprive yourself of all the goodies either, but just smaller portions, you know. And then, again, trying to still squeeze in your exercise so you can at least, you know, exercise, burn off all these extra calories. But you want to remember... Remember your... Say that again? Go ahead, Rona. I'm sorry. I just lost you there for a minute. Oh, I was saying, you know, remember your goals. Go and you don't want to undo all the good stuff that you've done, right? That's true. That's true. true. And it's like, you know, it's so much... um, like when you look at eating a donut or eating a cookie and then you look at like, I don't know about me, but like I'll watch on the treadmill and I put my real weight in and, you know, to try to get the number right. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I do too. I cover it and I put it on there. <laughs> well, but it's like, you know, it's like I'm on the treadmill. Like I think, you know, when I saw Rick and his brothers at the gym Friday night, um, 
you know, I was on the treadmill. I did like an hour, 15 minutes of solid cardio. And, but each time it's like, you know, 25 minutes and it's like I burned 100 calories. That's like one Oreo. <laughs> yeah. Right, but remember, it's not just about the calories. You want to stay healthy. So exercising outside of you only burned 100 calories, it's still really good for you. And, and, and when you go to the parties, you know, keep, you know, try to emphasize eating the healthier foods and minimizing the unhealthy stuff. I guess it just comes back to that moderation that Christy and I just really don't like. We talk about it. We talk about it. We talk about it all the time, but we don't like it. Hey, well, it's me, hard. When you, well, let me ask you, when you guys, you know, say go to a party or go to a get-together and you eat all that junk, how do you feel that day or the next day? Great. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not you, Rona. I don't feel like crap. Like when I have potatoes and potato chips and dip, I'm like happy as a little clam. I mean, it, it's true. Like if I eat a lot of, like when I was on my hamburger binging and I was going to Jack in the Box a lot, I didn't feel good. And that was true. And when I did clean up my act and start eating better, I did feel so much better. But a little bit of junk food isn't it doesn't make me feel bad. I don't feel like I'm going to pay for it the next day like I do if I was, like, you know, had too much to drink. Right. So, so again, <laughs> moderation. Yeah. I'm a guilty feeler. Well, you feel guilty? I always do. Yeah. If I eat something that I know is not good for me, I feel guilty no matter what it is. And anyway, <laughs> I would say it's not worth it, but I do it anyway. But not and then just- I feel guilty about it. But not just guilty, do you feel physically any worse or better? Or was- I would say no. I mean, I, no, I, I mean, yeah. I don't go like, oh, I'm, you know, I feel tired or anything like that. I just, like, my mind, it's my mind that goes like, ah, oh, you shouldn't be having that. You know, how many calories are in that? How much fat? And then something else takes over and, and eats it. And then I feel guilty about it. Like, I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I need. you know, oh, honey, <laughs> you're bad knee and now you're bad, like, psyche or whatever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, but it's like I know if I eat too much bread. Like when Rona's talking about being like, I call it being like bread sick or bread drunk. Like my body doesn't metabolize bread really well. So if I eat too much toast or too much bagel or too much bread, I start to feel sluggish or maybe it's carb drunk or carb overload. If I have a lot of carbohydrates, I do feel sluggish, Rona. So there is something to be said about that. But it's usually because it's gone on for a week. I really don't feel it like the day after. Okay. Yeah, so Listen, I would, and I'm sorry, I, mean, I hate to cut you off because I was blabbing away, but we're about ready to go to break, and we're going to come back after the break with um, with Rona Brennan and Frankie McConnell. We're going to finish up this quick segment. We're going to talk about some workout ideas to get us through the holidays. My name's Sandra Beck. I'm here with Christy Holly and Rick Swanson on Motherhood Talk Radio. <laughs> Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio. 
giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Season Me is on Toginet. A delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not-so-serious call-in show with Cecil Murphy and Twyla Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. You know Cecil is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody Gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcomed. A chance to get everything out in the open. From questions about writing, to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day. All from a Christian worldview to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk. Tuesday evenings at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holly. Hey, mamas. We are here today at Motherhood Talk Radio. I'm Sandra Beck, and I have my crazy co-host. <laughs> lost her mind. Lost her mind, <laughs> yes. along with her limb. Yes. <laughs> but um, we are here today with our How to Survive the Holidays, because really, don't you think Thanksgiving kind of kicks off the holiday season? Yes, it does. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy things that go on. I mean, according to the retailers, I think, you know, they start putting out the Thanksgiving and Christmas stuff, like, in October. But Or August. Oh, yeah. Where did you go that they had Christmas stuff uh, up in August? They were starting to put stuff up at Costco. I kid you not. Wow. I'm not kidding. I'm not even kidding around. That is crazy. Okay, August. I'm not. You know, just saying. That is a lot. That is a lot. So um, before we let Rona go, and um, I do want to thank Rona. Yes. Um, for this year, because I think all three of us—I mean, I know—I look at—I look looking at you guys, and I think you guys look a lot better. Rick is flexing for us right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's patting his belly, sporting twins. Um, <clears throat> sorry, what? <laughs> oh no, you didn't. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We know there's a six pack under there somewhere. Um, I have one too. <laughs> but I do look at you guys. 
and we have made some significant changes. I know I have. I've made a lot of changes this year in my nutrition and in my workout. And, um, Rona, I want to thank you because I do actually, you know, despite teasing you on the air, when I do create meals, and Rick and I had one of the meals I created today, and it was really good and healthy, and it had vegetables in it, a whole pile of them. Um, but it's it's been a big difference that you've made in our lives, and I want to thank you for that. I do, too. Thank you, Rona. No, it's great. You guys have made some great changes. And make some new goals for the new year. Okay. Okay. We okay. could do that. We could do that. So, Rona, before I let you go, um, I would like you to um, give your best piece of advice for our listeners today on how to get through the holiday season. Okay. So I would just summarize what we are talking about. You know, remember your goals of staying healthy. Just don't, you know, try not to diet, but just maintain your weight. Smaller portion sizes of all the little treats. And maybe, you know, fill up before you go somewhere to eat um, with some healthy, you know, fruits and vegetables. Something healthy fill you up a little bit. That's what I would say. I could do that. Mm-hmm. I could, like, that sounds reasonable and yeah. doable. Because there's always, like, you know, there's always carrots and celery. I mean, there's always usually a crudite, you know, or a vegetable platter put out somewhere. I could probably mosey on down there and, you know, snack a little bit there and maybe, you know, lay off, like, you know, nine cookies instead of 15. <laughs> Just true. Cookies during the holiday season, especially the frosted cookies that you make, Christy. Oh, I know. They're yummy. And they're works of art. They are the most beautiful things. We should put them up on the Internet because the stuff you made at your kid's party, I must have eaten 40 of them. Well, they are tasty. (laughs) My sister is also one of the decorators, so she's... Well, they're not only taste good, but they're works of art. I mean, they really are works of art. They're almost sometimes, sometimes, I mean, it didn't stop me, but they are kind of (laughs) too beautiful to eat. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So I would like to bring on our next guest, which is Frankie McConnell, and he's the owner of um, the local karate studio that Christy and I train and get injured at. He was the witness to the injury today. Um, But you survived. Yes, I'm alive. You survived. And Frankie is really cool because last night we went and did this presentation to the Boy Scouts, and um, Frankie teaches Krav Maga, which is in his form of Israeli martial arts, and it's all about getting home safe. And he volunteered his time, his talent, and his efforts last night for the Boy Scouts and the Cub Scouts to learn some self-defense moves. He taught them how to punch, how to kick, how to, I taught him how to yell, you know, how to make a noise, and, and um, it was really fun. Frankie, I'm so glad you're here with us today. Hey, Sandra. Hey, Christy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> How's that knee? Um, it's getting better. Okay, it's good. getting better. Keep I'm okay. Keep ice on it. <laughs> I, will. <laughs> I will witness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sandra is my attacker. Yes. No, it's it's good. I'm good. I'm be back on Thursday. Well, and you know, one of the things, Christy, we talked about earlier in the show was, you know, when the karate studio was um, was closed this week, how hard it is mm-hmm. to work out because we do, you know, part of our routine is to meet each other and hang out like on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings because we work out together. And when the karate studio was closed, Frankie, we realized you had to go to Texas and see mm-hmm. your family. <laughs> yeah, but we were yeah. like, oh my god, what are we doing now? I know. <laughs> So, we so you did miss me. No, I was with him. I, I speak for myself. I didn't do anything. No. <laughs> Seriously. I've got, you know, I'm listening to Rona. I'm following my Rona advice. 
Um, but Frankie, what can we tell our moms? Um, you know, specifically our moms, we have so much to do. You see what your wife Mandy has to do with getting the house ready, getting the presents ready uh-huh. for the kids, you know, all the obligations that we have, social obligations. You know, how do we fit in workouts with everything we have to do? Well, you know, I got the simple solution, and all it's going to take is four minutes of your time. If you have four minutes, there's this workout that I can explain to you that you can do, and uh, anybody can do it, and actually it's proven. I'm going to give you the name of it here in a second. It's proven that it will burn more more calories and more fat than a whole hour hour's worth of cardio. What? Yeah. And, you know, we do them in our class. We do them in our class at the end just so I can top you guys off with a little more pain. And Love it. Um, they're, they're called Tabatas, and you can – it's spelled T-A-B-A-T-A. And uh, it was uh, designed by a doctor – I think he was a doctor. His name was Izumi Tabatas from Japan. And um, I think it's uh, back in 94. So people are paying thousands of dollars for workouts that are similar to the Tabata. And uh, if you have an iPhone, you can actually download the Tabata t- app, which is 99 cents, and uh, you can uh, work out. So what it is, it's interval workouts. You you start, it's eight eight cycles. You you pick an exercise, like uh, what we usually do at our dojo is squats or push-ups or some sort of uh, high-intensity ab workout. Um, so what you do is you, you pick your exercise. So you're doing squats. Uh, timer goes off, beep. So you start. You do as many as you can do for that 20 seconds, okay? Then it stops again. So once it stops, when it beats, you rest for 10 seconds. Okay? So you rest for 10 seconds, and then it starts again. It does this for eight cycles. All right? So then um, once the eight cycles is over, I mean, by the time you get to the end, you're, you, each 20-second cycle, you're, you're doing as many as you can do. So, I mean, by the time it gets to cycle number five, six, seven, eight, I mean, you're, you are burnt. And then you, you've only spent four minutes. I mean, four minutes is nothing. Yeah, but Frankie, I'll tell you, you know, there's been times that I'm in the bathtub and I'm trying to get up and I'm calling your name, not because of anything with Mandy, you know, but I'm like, I'm sore, and it's from the Tabatas. I know. You can do a lot in 20 seconds. I know. They they get me sore, too. You know, they um, every time I do them, I get sore, no matter what. The only way, you you can break it up and do, like, half half squats and half, uh, or, you know, do half of the cycle with squats. And then you can do half of the cycle with uh, push-ups or something like that, and you won't get it sore. Or you can break it up, and you can do, like, squats for one cycle, push-ups for one cycle, and then uh, some sort of crunches or something for the other cycle. You know, pull-ups are good, too. We just don't have the chin-up bar here at the dojo. So. <laughs> well, and I, there's not a lot of moms well, that have chin-up bars in their houses. You, but you can be thing... real creative. <laughs> that what, Frankie? You can be real creative with what you do, you know, like if you're too sore and you, you need the workout, you can break it up like that, and you can do four different things. It's a good warm-up or it's a good uh, finish to your workout, so. Well, and we do that, you know, twice a week, and sometimes, Frankie, if I miss class or I, you know, like on the weekend if I can't get to the gym, it's true. It's like, you know, and I, I have my little routine now where, you know, you've trained me so well, you know, with this, like, you know, four minutes and, you know, time on, time off, and, and the app, too. It's like, you know, that Tabata app is really cool, and, you know, you can just set your phone up, set it on, and then, like, I'll do those four minutes before I shower, before I go to bed, or I'll do those four minutes before I get in the tub, and it really does make a difference. In, it makes a difference in your butt. I mean, doing those squats for the 
20 seconds. And what's fun is you don't need anything. You know what I mean? It's like you don't need barbells or dumbbells or, you know, a medicine ball. You just need your butt. Right, right. It's good resistance. (laughs) It is. It's really good. And then, you know, you can, uh, there's, there's some other things you can do too. What, uh, our circuit warm up that we do sometimes, I get these, you know, we get those papers and we put them out. The kids call them the papers. One has sit-ups, one has, or not sit-ups, we don't do sit-ups, so we do uh, crunches or some sort of around-the-world thing. But one has lunges, and you can do like 10 different stations, spend 30 seconds on each station, uh, maybe make it like a 9- or 10-minute warm workout. Uh, you're not going to get real sore, but at least you're moving for 10 minutes. You yeah, know, that's, so that, a good, that works that's a good, hard workout. Right, I mean, when you yeah, say 10 works. minutes, it, you know, you kind of think like, ugh, 10 minutes, like big deal. But it's like, you know, you have us do a plank, you know, which is like you kind of balance on your elbows and your feet, and then you have right, us do right. calf raises, you know, where you stand up and, like, lift yourself up on your calves. And, you know, when you do 10 different stations like that, you know, I do them in a row, obviously, you know, standing there, like, in my bathroom, because my bathroom area is a good workout place. Um, uh-huh. But it's a good workout. It is, yeah. Yeah. So no. And what I like about it do. is you see results. You know, that's the thing is it's very, you get results pretty quickly with these. And you don't Absolutely. need any equipment, and you can do it at home anytime. It's awesome. Right. right, and there's really no excuse. And the other thing, too, is I will, um, I will have my kids do them with me. Like if Max and Zach are up and I'm doing my workout, it's like they can do squats. You know, it's like Zach is four and Max is seven. They can do squats. They can do push-ups. They can do crunches. I mean, these yeah. are not things that are so foreign to kids that they can't do. Yes, right, right. It's yeah, good. so it's, it's really good. kind of it's a no-excuse workout. Well, you know, I, I not to talk – health clubs are good, right? But I – I used to work out with gyms. In fact, I owned a gym in East Texas for a long time, and I thought the whole idea for a workout was going up there and spending two, three hours. But I was singled in, and I had all this time. And once I started uh, getting into the martial arts, I realized I could actually do my workouts quicker. I could do a whole workout that had taken me back in the early 90s. I could, it would take me two hours to do. I could do them in 45 minutes. So you don't need to spend a lot of time at the gym or anywhere to get a good workout. That is so terrific. Frankie, I want to thank you for being um, our guest on Motherhood Talk Radio today. Those things are called Tabatas, T-A-B-A-T-A-S. There's a Tabata app for 99 cents. Get on the Internet, look it out. There's no excuse for not working out during the holiday season. I want to thank Rona Brynan for coming on and talking about the challenges of eating healthy during the holidays. And our thanks to Linda Kagan, who talked about the challenges of traveling with kids. And, of course, to my lovely co-host, Christy Holly. Oh, thank you. And Rick and we're going to thank Carrie and thank you guys for another great show. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for being a part of Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly on Toginet.com. Join us every Tuesday as we